Hey guys, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Life from the perspective of a military family member is way different than a civilian standpoint. Military children and family members give up their hopes and dreams to be able to stand by and support their service member, and it isn't an easy lifestyle for anyone to live. I hope that this podcast is able to help connect the military community and give others just a glimpse into what the military life is like from the perspective of spouses and children. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Grace of Military Child and Life. I am very excited because it is month of a military child. And to help kind of kickstart that off, I have my very first roundtable episode, not the first one I've recorded, but the first one I'm airing um, with three of my favorite people on here. Um, They have all been on the podcast before, so make sure to listen to their episodes individually as well. I have Lucy, I have Alexis, and I have Boston. So welcome back, everyone. How's it going? Good. Great. Good. All good. Awesome. Well, welcome back. I'm so excited to have all of you here again. And, you know, we've never, I've obviously met you all and know you all kind of um, pretty well, but you guys don't know each other. So this is going to be really fun. So Somebody start us off. I really don't care who, um, but somebody start us off and say what your favorite experience as a military child is. Um, I would say probably when your mom or dad gets to come home after a long deployment or being away somewhere doing something. Yeah, it's exciting to see, you know, your parent that you've missed for whether that be a weekend, a month, a year longer sometimes you know it's fun when they come home and you're able to reconnect with them mm-hmm. yeah I would say uh probably just having that family like your unofficial family because since most of them don't live near their family either or haven't for such a long time that they become your family and those are the people that you go to your parents go to if they need a babysitter or if they need something that's who it that's just your people. My mom would always tell me like, yeah, like my military, like moms and dads, like those would become my my family. Those are the people that I would always go to. So I love that kind of aspect of it. You know, I have to mention it again, because it was like my favorite part of your episode that we recorded. Um, we had the military ID cards as like VIP passes. you know, mm-hmm. And so that's like, yeah. if you have that VIP pass, you're part of the family. I know. It's just, it's so cool. And I love meeting people now who are military kids. I was like, oh my gosh, me too. And then we just have that connection. Yeah. Even though we're, you know, in college and separate. I met a military kid yesterday while I was on campus and she was like, oh yeah, my dad was in the army. And we were in the middle of a um, Eagle News meeting and we were just, we just started talking about being military kids and it was great. So, you know, that's a fun connection to have with other Mm -hmm. people. I like, uh, you know, when you move somewhere new and get to meet new friends at school, even, I mean, you have the military and then meeting non-military friends. It's so unique, you know, like who does that except us? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's the culture of, you know, the different states, even in the U S and the different, you know, areas of each state, because even though like I mean, we were talking, two of us are in Florida, two of us are in Texas, like we're in different areas of the state. So it's so different, you know, East Coast, West Coast, North, South, everything. Mm -hmm. So true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is it like, you know, 
Lucy, obviously you're a child, you're nine years old, you know, going through military life, you know, but the rest of us, we're kind of separated from it now. So what is it like, you know, being separated from it or, you know, even Lucy being part of it? What is it like, you know, walking through military life and the chaos and kind of struggles that come along with it? It's hard. And then when you have to move and then you had really good friends that you kind of can't really keep in touch, like you can't really talk to them anymore, which is sad. And then when they actually say something and they're on a way different time zone, like you don't get to them like right back into like days later. Right. I mean, Alexis and I, we met like we just said in fifth grade, but now it's like we didn't talk for what, like five, yeah. six years? I mean, we met actually, I think in third grade, maybe. I wasn't there in third grade. I moved there in you fourth were, grade. You're in fourth grade? Oh, okay. Yeah. I was ho- oh, no. We did meet in fifth because I was homeschooled fourth. Yeah. And I came back in fifth. Okay. And then I remember being introduced to you. Yeah. And <laughs> talking to like our freshman year of college, so two years ago. Yeah. Then. So, and you moved in fifth grade, right? Yeah, I moved to Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. So from fifth grade, we knew each other for less than a year. You moved Mm -hmm. and then we didn't talk for so many. And yeah, here we are again. Oh my gosh. Only military kids can say that. Literally. It's It's insane. Just going from like every two years. I babysit for some um, families who live on the Air Force base that we have here or Navy base, whichever one it was. Um, And I'll talk to them and I'm like, oh, yeah, like obviously because I have a military ID so I can get on the base. I'm like, oh, yeah, my dad was in the military. And they're talking. One of them was like, oh, yeah, we're probably going to have to move within the next year or so. And I go, oh, I remember that having to move every two years, every three years. And she goes, yeah, it's going to be a little rough trying to get because the, the kids are really little but I'm like they'll be okay they'll meet new people they'll meet new friends so it was always really exciting it was scary and really sad but then it's so fun to get to go to a new place yeah that's yep, a, it's true it's a nice part about military kids especially at that age they're so resilient even more than we are mm-hmm. as teenagers and I think another thing too is especially if you have siblings I have an older brother and because we move so much, him and I are really close, sometimes closer than the average sibling, just because like he was my person, my friend, whenever we would move constantly. So that I think is so amazing when you have siblings. It's so helpful when you live that lifestyle because then you've got, you got your friend there no matter where you go. Yeah. Lucy, do you have siblings? I have a two year older brother, just like Alexis. Oh, that's awesome. Are y'all close? Pretty close, yeah. Yeah, that's so sweet. I love that. Yeah, it's nice, you know, having siblings with you because, like you said, you have somewhere, someone wherever you go. And, you know, military life helps, you know, bring you closer together to a good extent. I mean, my sister and I, you know, we lived in the Fisher House, so we literally shared a bed for, you know, I don't even know how long. And then we finally got you know, more space. So we got to have a little more space to ourselves, but we still shared a room for, you know, a little while. So it definitely brings you closer together, especially at such a young age. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love Lucy, what you said about it, how it can be hard to keep up with friends. 
mm-hmm. when you move away. But I do feel like we're better at that than most people. Most people I know, you know, just don't have that aren't as skilled at keeping up with friends as, as we are. And like you two, you know, Gracie and Alexis for five years. Um, and you can still, you know, be friends and trust each other. And I think that's pretty special. Yeah. I mean, we definitely don't talk a lot, but you know. Yeah. I remember you. I know exactly. We can pick up the phone though and know that, you know, the other person's going to be there and, you know, still remember us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, friends are the hardest thing that comes with military life, honestly, because you never know when you're leaving. You never know when your friend's leaving. You know, you get there, you make a friend, and then literally two months later, that friend could be moving. And then you have to make new friends. And then it's that constant cycle of people coming in, people coming out. You never know who's going to be there for how long. You don't know how long you're going to be there. Orders can get cut. Orders can get extended. So mm-hmm. you honestly never know. I remember one time in like probably elementary, maybe second grade or something. I hadn't seen this one kid in a while. And I was like, oh, where'd he go? And they're like, oh, he moved. I'm like, okay. He's gone. <laughs> like, oh, okay. He's gone. All right. Well, there you go. Just left out of the blue. And I'm like, oh, cool. Hope he's doing good then. Great. And you probably still haven't talked to that kid since. You know? no, I didn't really know him very well, but still, I noticed I'm like, he hasn't been in school for like a week. Where is he? Where did he go? <laughs> Not there anymore. <laughs> Military moved him. Yep, he's gone. Middle of the school year. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm lucky that I never had to move in the middle of school like a year we always end up moving like when the school school year was over. So I'm really grateful because I know I'm sure there are some people out there who aren't as lucky and they've had to probably move even more than some of us have had to, or they've had to move um, in the middle of a school year, which I'm sure is so tough. So I feel for them for that, but I'm very lucky that I didn't have to do that. Kind of a funny story on that, Alexis. Um, When I was in first grade, um no actually kindergarten we moved from italy uh, we were stationed in, in italy and we moved to phoenix arizona and it was in the middle of the school year um if i'm remembering correctly it was in the winter and it was so funny we land in phoenix and my mom like just did, didn't put me in school in the spring like and i even asked her about it to this day she's like you know i don't, <laughs> I don't even know what she said you know we were unpacking or something Mm -hmm. so then I had to take summer class so that was kind of like kindergarten summer school that just Mm -hmm. doesn't those don't feel like they go together um but I did it so (laughs) that's hilarious oh one thing I want to ask real quick if it's okay I want to know where everyone has lived um so I've gone back and forth four times between Washington and California so this is the fifth move and that we've gone somewhere new so those are the only two wow. you've been to, just back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Dude, I'll get whiplash from that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's only nine. I know. It's just beginning. My what gosh. About you, it's amazing. Um, yeah. So I was born in Colorado. Then it was Italy, Phoenix, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, it's called Niceville, funny enough, Florida, um, yes. which y'all from Florida. Yep. Yep, near Dustin. Know that. <laughs> yeah, and then back to San Antonio, and that was it. 
Wait, so did you live on Fort Sam? No, we didn't. We that's didn't. We, we lived live. off that's base. Where, yeah, that's where that's we met. Okay. <laughs> nice. Good old yep, um, I know where it is. Fort Sam Houston Elementary. Um, what is it? The Cougars or whatever. Cougars, I think. Oh my! Yes. Do you remember that school song that we got to sing when we were yes. in fifth grade down oh the hall? Oh my gosh! I can't even remember it now. But I don't want to remember it. <laughs> Only the fifth graders were allowed to sing it, and we would yes. sing it proudly. We would sing it proudly, walking down the hall, leaving. Oh, we would belt it out on Fridays. Oh my gosh! I forgot all about that. And then, like the B songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Memories. <laughs> Where did you live, Gracie? Um, so I was born in Cleveland, and then I moved to Texas, and then I moved to Florida, and I've been here ever okay. since. That's nice. So, <laughs> not as much as you guys, but I was yeah. a reserve kid, so you don't move as often. Mm-hmm. And then, yep. you know, obviously when my dad got hurt, we had to go to the hospital. So, so we yeah. got to Texas, and then he retired, and we moved to Florida. So. It was great not having to move. Although moving sucks still, you know, that doesn't change that aspect. But it was nice oh not God. having to move. As yeah. Much. I actually, many of, actually Boston has seen this. I have the tattoo. Of, so, so sunflowers are my favorite. So I have the sunflowers. And then, so this is the carnation, the Ohio State flower. And then the blue bonnet is hidden in the back for Texas. And then the orange blossom for Florida. That's so sweet. That's I love awesome. that. It's a little bouquet. I know. Aww. Well, That's I hope so to add to it so when cool. I add to it and just expand it. Because I had just gotten it when I met Boston. So it was pretty mm-hmm. fresh then. <laughs> yep. It looks great. I know. Yeah. A year later, it's still still holding strong. So. Such a good idea <laughs> yeah. tattoo, right? too. Right. Lucy, that. you'll have to start kind of making your list. Like if you ever get tattoos, <laughs> like seriously. I wanted something to like symbolize each place I've lived. And so yeah. it's like cowboy boots obviously for Texas, but then I'm like, what for Ohio and what for Florida? And I was like, my mom had said flowers for each state. And I was like, you know, that's actually perfect. That's sweet. Lucy would have like the state California <laughs> watched him arrow there, back there, back there, back. <laughs> and then Florida. Yep. Yeah, Hopefully then- more. Lucy, is there one place that you really want to live? Um, I don't know. I like it here. I really like it here. Yeah. I mean, Florida's great. Let's be real. Yeah. So you're biased. <laughs> well, okay. I will say I've been here for so long that March was actually the first month of this year. Not that we've been in many months, but it's the first month of the year that I have not left the state. I left in January. I was in Ohio in January and in February. This month I was here. Um, Actually, no, I'm going to Seattle at the end of this month. What am I saying? I'm going to Seattle at the end of this month and the beginning of next month. May and June, I'm going to Maine. <laughs> July, I'm going back to Ohio. So it gets boring after a while, but I do love it. I like Lucy. You'll know this one too because you go all the time. I love being in close proximity to Disney World, though. Oh my gosh! Yes, I don't know how many <laughs> we have gone. And then um, on March 6th, we got to ride the new ride Tron before it opened to public, which was so good. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so, I can't wait for it to open. 
I know. What it opens wow. April fourth? I think it, something April, like that. Within the first week or two of April, it opens. Yeah. No, it's within you. the first week. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so busy. I know. <laughs> the see y'all in Texas are missing out on the joys of Florida. We've got Six Flags. I've never been to Six Flags. I don't think. Yeah, uh, I went when I was young. Yeah. How have y'all never that. been to Six Flags? I never. just got to Texas three years ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in college. Been I've been thinking Texas. about my future. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I want to. I keep telling my friends, I'm like, I'm dead serious. Name the weekend. I will clear my schedule. Not like I have much, but I will be there. <laughs> I will do it. Just tell me when I love the You'll get all your work done ahead of time. A hundred percent. Name the day. And I'll be there. Promise. We went on a um, field trip. I don't know if it was considered a field trip, really. But we went on a field trip to Six Flags in sixth grade. You missed out mm-hmm. on it, obviously, because you moved already. But <laughs> Of course. <laughs> it was choir. I sang in the choir at mm-hmm. uh, Cole Middle. And um, one day, it was during the winter. It was like a winter fest of something. Um, at Six Flags, and we went and we sang at Six Flags. It was that is so, so cool. cool. Nice. I was in a choir, and I just we had we dressed up as penguins, and oh we my were gosh. In choir. It was hilarious. That's so cute. That sounds like that so much awesome. fun. My brother went to Cole Middle School. While we were oh there. yeah, because he's old. Yeah, he's older. Yeah, I think he did sixth and seventh grade there. So okay. Cole Middle School. Um, this is something else you missed out on because you moved. <laughs> um, Shaq went there. Shaq really? went to yes. Shaq graduated from Cole High School, and because so Cole Middle School and Cole High School, military school. So it's such a small middle school and high mm-hmm. school. They're combined and on the same property. Shaq graduated from the high school. And so when I was there in sixth grade, he came back and they retired his jersey. I I, I want to go back in time. Just tell my parents, don't take me out. You took this from me. I had to tell my brother that. Dang, that's yeah, insane. he graduated from the high school. Dang. It was so like, okay, because you know, he's this big name, you know, in the sports world. Nobody, it was very hush hush when he came back. Um, but one day, I think we all thought it was like a spirit event or something. And we were all like ushered into the gym and it was middle school and high school. We were all ushered in there. And then, you know, rumor starts to spread as you get in there that Shaq is actually here. And so we're all like running to the gym, like wanting to be there. And it was such a cool memory. But yeah. Your brother can say he went to the same school that Shaq graduated from. I need to tell him that. Yeah, he'd probably be so excited. Like, honestly. I, I would be too, but my parents took that from me. They decided to retire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got shipped over to the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, if we could go back in time, you could just, you know, move in with me and then go to the same school. Literally, the day I left, we had a field day that day. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was the day. Oh I left that day. I, I literally because you remember everyone would line up by, by like their classes on um, mm-hmm. by the ramp. Yeah, I remember 
because I was that person who had a rolling uh, backpack that could roll because I thought I was cool. But <laughs> and I remember like dragging it behind me, like walking it to leave. But I mean, everyone could see me leaving with my ridiculous suitcase backpack, and probably hear it I too guess. if I'm remembering correctly. Because there was no one else talking, and it's gravel, so it's like, <laughs> like all the noise. And then I'm walking out, but that was my last day there. Oh my gosh. I completely mm-hmm. forgot that was your last day. All I remember of your last day is literally being in the classroom sobbing my eyes out. That's all I remember. And everyone thought I was so crazy. But yeah. You're so sweet. <laughs> Those yeah, are always hard. Moving. I know. Hard, aren't they? I know. Yeah. Lucy. But I remember. No, oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I remember when my, so after um, I left fifth grade, my dad retired that year. And so I moved to Virginia for middle school and high school. But I remember my junior year of high school, my parents told us that we'd be moving back to Texas for like a civilian job. And I was so excited to come back to Texas. My brother and I were like, yes, when are (laughs) we leaving? I'm so ready to go. Let's go right now. I will pack the boxes. Literally. Okay. Another thing. I think that we as a group are very good at moving. Yes. Lucy, she's going back and forth across the states. We moved here. We were like writing our phone number and like to return the box like all over each box. Mm -hmm. In case it gets lost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't want to pack anything up. I just leave them all in the boxes. I know. Right. Lucy, what branch branch are your parents? So my dad's a parachute rigger. In the Navy. Awesome. When we were in California. Yes. When we were in California, (laughs) we were, he was, we were so lucky because, you know, the new movie Top Gun Maverick. Oh, my. Yeah. He got to help with that movie and like get Top Gun or Tom Cruise ready. That's crazy. You're kidding. No. If you watch the movie close enough, you can spot her dad in it. Right? Seriously? There's like a little scene in it where he's in it. The end, there's an end clip where you can see his like his chin because he's <laughs> talking to uh, I can't remember uh, Rooster. He's talking to Rooster. And then you can see him in another one where he's sitting in the back in his uniform in a group meeting. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Unbelievable. Literally. That is really cool. <laughs> yeah. The things hey. you can say as military kids, right? Going to the yeah, school shack, your dad's in Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dang, that's crazy. That's oh amazing. Gosh. Yeah. Right. There's so many things like you never know what you're going to get thrown. You never know what's going to happen. You never know who's going to come to base and just kind of explore. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did it, do y'all feel like it? Oh, sorry, Gracie. No, you're good. Go for it. Um, do you guys feel like uh, being a military child makes you pretty adaptable yes you get used to moving and like yeah getting used to making new friends so it is now easier for me to make friends like I have another military friend that like I'm I talk to all the time like 
we get to see each other every week. We talk every day. Like we're such good friends. And like, it was easy to make friends. Yeah, definitely. I have this one friend here who I met in college and we were talking about, cause I'm in my bachelor's right now. I'm a junior. And so uh, she was like, oh yeah, after graduation, I don't think I would ever leave. Cause we were talking about what we were going to do. She's like, whenever I plant roots, I like to stay and that's where I want. And I'm like, really? Like, you don't want to go out. You don't want to go somewhere else, see somewhere else. And she's like, no, that terrifies me. She's like, but you'll probably be fine because you're used to it. I'm like, yeah, I have, it doesn't scare me to move or anything. Of course it's nerve wracking at first because it's a new place, but it's also like a new place. Like it's exciting. And so it's not scary or anything but I definitely feel like having to move so much and all that and like Lucy said like making friends is much easier just because done that growing up like in my early childhood always having to make new friends and learning how to do that yeah you have to throw yourself out there and you know college is where you more or less or, or at least what everyone says obviously we're not kind of old enough yet to realize that probably, but college is where you make your lifelong friends, right? So yeah, you really wrong. have to throw yourself out there in college. And I think a lot of kids, like especially just sitting in classrooms, walking around hallways and stuff, a lot of people just literally have their earbuds in and they're minding their own business, keeping to themselves, head down, mm-hmm. you know, and other people like you can't do that when you're, you know, moving around and that's not how you make friends yep. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Lucy, you are homeschooled. So, yeah. I mean, Alexis can kind of relate. Boston, did you go to a public school or a base school or something? Or were you homeschooled? I went to public school and a private school. Okay. So, Lucy and Alexis can kind of relate to the homeschooling aspect. But what is it like mm-hmm. for you you know, being homeschooled, having to make friends, you know, is it easier, do you think, or do you think it's harder? I would think that it's easier because then you have a flexible, like, calendar, and then, like, if you get to go and, like, go to the parks or, like, go play somewhere or even have your neighbor make friends, like, right now, um, it's easier to make friends and then you like you can it's not like you have like you can't leave school you can like kind of drop everything and go do something right like go to disney world you know (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh because i would always think it's harder to make friends if you're homeschooled because i don't know you you don't you don't get out as much like all my friends i made in school yeah, I think it I think it just depends because when I was homeschooled, I went to the same school in third and fifth grade, but my mom just went to homeschool me for a year. So I already had friends. I found it harder just because the friends that I already made were already accustomed to a public school schedule. And so I would finish all my homework at 11 a.m., but they didn't get off school until like two or three. And so I'd have to twiddle my thumbs and play with like my own toys for a few more hours <laughs> then but I will yeah. say it is a lot easier whenever we wanted to like do trips or go somewhere even though I was still little but like if we were like wanted to go visit family it was a lot easier we didn't have to worry about okay well you have 
this project that you have to do, you have to be in class for this or blah, blah, blah. It was a much flex, more flexible schedule in that aspect. So I think it just, it depends on if you already have friends or where you make them, or if Lucy, like if you have friends in your neighborhood. That's yeah, my, we like play at our neighbor's house like every day. Like today we were over there and I was like rushing this morning, trying to listen to all the podcasts. And then when they got back, <laughs> we went over there like 45 minutes and I had to come back so I could do the podcast. But I've been yeah. excited. Yeah. yeah. It's a good day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely hanging out with friends and, like, it's Friday, so, you know, who wants yeah. to really be in school on a Friday? Literally, I have not had classes on a Friday, I think, since I started college. Yes, I when and I started fun. college and was picking my schedules, I said I would never, ever, ever have classes on Friday. If I can, and I think I'm pretty sure, I know for a fact, the last two and a half years have been like that. I don't know about my first semester, but yep. So Lucy, whenever you, if you ever end up going to a public college, <laughs> get Fridays off. I promise you, you will love it. Like you, I don't like doing schools on Friday. So like whenever we like miss a day, like if we go to Disney or something, we'll always do it on Fridays. But today we did double yesterday. So that we didn't have to do it today. We just are reading a book. So that's fun. Yeah, that's so yeah. great. You can just make your own. You're like, hey, we're going to finish all of it ahead of time so that we don't have to worry about anything tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You can go to Disney. Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> which, bo- which book is it, Lucy? It's called The Green Ember. It's so good. Like oh. It's a thrilling story where these two rabbits, Piggott and Heather, um, they are their family is attacked by wolves because they're trying to like survive on the land. So they have to go run to the mountains with they which they had to do with their uncle, which they didn't know was their uncle. It's just a really good story. We have is that a part of your like curriculum? It's not a part of our curriculum. We just like to get in. Like we usually read a book. Um usually read a book every like couple months like we read the other month mysterious benedict society mm-hmm. which is so good and we do it with friends on a zoom call and we get to read the book and talk about the book with them so like a little mini book club that's so wow. fun i had to read books too but they were like chosen for us like ones that we just had to read with the homeschooling or whatever. And then, of course, we had to read all the classics once I was in public school again. <laughs> Shakespeare, never again. Yeah, no, Great Gatsby is a one and done. <laughs> really great Gatsby. I remember that one. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, yeah. I don't even think I, so I did have Romeo and Juliet. I didn't have to kill a mockingbird, um, but I kind of just scanned over them. Because, I mean, who nowadays even understands Shakespeare? Because I do not. I I hated those in middle school having to read all of of Shakespeare's works. I'm like, why? Have you read The Phantom Tollbooth? No. 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 It's like a play on words. Like, it's literally about this kid who couldn't, like, he thought everything, like, like, he would be like, 
if he wanted to go somewhere, he would go there and then he wouldn't want to be there. He wanted to be somewhere else. And then like he reads a book and he's like, I don't even know why I read the book. So then a phantom toll, the toll booth comes and he like takes him into his world. And like, it's like, like, like there's a witch, but it's not like the evil witch. It's like the word witch, like mm-hmm. who witch claws. And then like, it's just a play on words, like, like the word weather, like, it would be like it would use weather somehow and it would be spelled one way and then it'd be the other thing. It was a play on words. It was like so difficult to read. Yeah. That's so cool though. Wow. Yeah, I love when authors are do something crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe read that. <laughs> yeah. Creativity out of Yeah. It seems like a challenging one. Oh, you yeah. see? I was not the one to read it. My mom was, and she was like, this is hard to read. Yeah. Yeah. Even as adults, we struggle to do things. So stay (laughs) young as as much as you can. Like, literally, do not grow up. I always wanted to grow up. I wanted to be an adult, and here I am, wishing I was still a child. But, you know, (laughs) (laughs) we can go with it. Now we I'm all get to live through Lucy. To be a grown up. Yes. <laughs> do not do not be a grown up. Do not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a responsibility. It's a, no one expects anything when you're young. No, you just have to. I mean, you're great at it already. You look young and cute, and move along. That's it. And then my parents are like, "You know, when you grow up, you're gonna have to pay bills." And I was like, "Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> Reality sets in. You've got the right idea already. Yep. Yep, you have to pay bills. When you start to be annoyed about the gas prices, that's when you know you're an adult. Like, oh, crap. This bothers me. I say that, and every time we go to Costco's or Sam's and I go straight for the clothing section there, like, you Mm -hmm. know you've hit a certain level when you go clothes shopping at Costco and Sam's. Costco. Like, (laughs) you hit a certain level. It's great. It it really (laughs) is. It is great. In Washington, when you ever you would go to Costco, like the gas prices there would be low because there was a gas station at Costco. Mm-hmm. And now in Florida, there's no gas station, only at Sam's Club. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. gas prices now are just through the roof. I cannot, <laughs> cannot. It hurts me to look at. I remember when I was first learning to drive, it was like one something oh, for unleaded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now California has it at four dollars. Yeah, like, I know it's a little insane. And I like, drive around Corpus, and I'm like, oh, that hurts me to look at. <laughs> so and then much. you see it hit like, at least in my area, you see it hit like three dollars or like yeah. three ten, and you're like, oh my gosh, that's so cheap. Literally, I get so excited. Yes, it's under three dollars. I may be at three quarters of a tank, but I'm going to fill up now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, before we wrap this up, one thing I always typically ask for you know, advice to military kids, but y'all have already done that. So, what are you thankful for for growing up as a military kid? Um, 
I would probably say the memories that you got and like the experience that you've gotten to have and the relationship you get to build with your family. Absolutely. I think that's so great, especially coming from your age. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Try to top that one. Or is it worse than I can't? That's it. That's. I was literally going to say that, so she took it from me. Yeah. You go, girl. You are right. You're too good, Lucy. I know. Wise beyond your years. For real. But yeah, literally, I think it's just the the experience and just that connection that you have with those people that you will always have and just to that kind of lifestyle and to that area. It's just civilians don't get it if you've never lived it. So you don't know what it's like to move every two years. You don't know what it's like to have your parents be deployed for a long time. You don't know what it's like to be scared if they're going to come back or not. You don't know that unless you've lived it. And so it's just that experience that bonds everyone. Because I'm sure we all have stories of something that was really good or really bad that happened during our time uh, with our parents in the military that we carry with us of like, well, these are the effects of it. But it also is those experiences that bond us together and bring us. So I'm just so grateful for that experience. I always say if I ever had an opportunity to go back and live on base, I would do it in a heartbeat. Just because I just that community and that environment. Just everything is there. Like that's all you need. And you just feel so safe. And it's just those, that's just your community. Well, I will say when you and I recorded last, we well, you said it. You said that you would love to be a military spouse. I said no. <laughs> And then I dated a Marine and was engaged to a Marine. And then I said, and I mean, we broke up now, but I'm like, I want to be a military spouse. So like I've completely flipped in the last like two years since you and I last talked about it. Because I always said that like, oh, I would love to date like um, a guy who's military. My boyfriend right now, he isn't, but we are long distance. So it's what would come with a military spouse anyway, um, if they were deployed be apart for a long time so I feel like because of that I could handle it a lot better than someone who is completely foreign to the idea of your significant other or your parents being gone for a long amount of time but because I'm used to that and used to growing up with my dad being deployed a lot I can handle it in a relationship of my own a lot better because I see how my mom handled it I have a question for you guys yeah what is the longest that your mom or dad has been deployed? For me, it was about four months because my yeah, dad got hurt. Six. Mine, was like mine, mine was six. Wow. Mine is three. <laughs> oh my Three God. months or three years? Three months. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I... My dad, I think, got deployed more so when I was younger. When he got he moved up in the ranks, he didn't as much. But so I think it's that maybe like quite a few months, less than a year, but probably around like five months or so. Yeah. I think. Well, I will say my I was I'm I'm a deployment baby. I was born when my dad was deployed. Me too. Um, yeah. So he was luckily able to come home when I was born because he was a mm. stateside deployment. Um, he was in Missouri or Kentucky, one of the two. And, um, so he got to come home, but he had to go back. So, mm-hmm. and then he was on an, uh, another deployment the following year, I think. Um, so when he was 
when I was young, he was deployed. Um, but then when he deployed this last time, he was supposed to be gone for 400 days. But then that's when he got hurt and he came back. So it ended up being like four months. So yeah. 400 it's days turned to four months. So Yeah. <laughs> but um, when I was born, I was supposed to be born on the 19th of February, but my mom got induced on the 12th because my dad was being deployed the next day. And so oh they induced my mom so that my dad could be there. And his birthday is actually the 11th. So we are one day apart our birthdays. Um, and so they induced my mom so that he could be there. But then a day or two later, he had to go get deployed for Desert Storm, actually, in yeah. Iraq. But and it was really sad because we went to go visit uh, Fort Sill, which is in Oklahoma, where I was born. And we went to one of the graves where a bunch of guys in his uh, battalion were there. And a lot of them died a year later in 2003, like a year after wow. I was born. And so a lot of them were in the same situation as my dad was. They just had a newborn. So their kids are my age now, but they were unfortunately the parents who weren't able to come home, even though my dad was able to. But unfortunately, there were so many parents who just had a kid and they weren't able to come home after that. So, yeah. Yeah. That is so sad. Yeah. The effects of war are. And those kids, you know, grow up and I mean, Boston, you can kind of relate to it in an extent too. you know, growing up, knowing, you know, your parent and your loved one died, you know, fighting for a greater cause is just, it's insane, especially I'm sure as like an infant, not even knowing. Yeah, I was listening to your podcast this morning and I was like, with my brother and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so sad. I feel so bad for him. Mm. yeah i know yeah i well i appreciate it y'all it's it's really really thoughtful and yeah it is hard I, I lost my dad when i was nine um so it's been tough but uh you know like, like i said everything we're talking about about us being adaptable and us having great community um all that comes into play you know and and i've gotten a lot of help over the years so and a lot of it a lot of the help has come from other military friends so I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. You know, military kids are there, you know, to support other military kids, no matter what That's right. What background you have, how you were raised. You know, we're all military kids. We're all raised with that, that common um, kind of common ground that, you know, we kind of have a better understanding for everyone. And we're more we give grace where grace is due. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well said. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys all so much for being here. This was so much fun. We should seriously start like a military kid book club. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Make sure to set a reminder for every Tuesday to listen to a new episode. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Grace of a Military Child and Life. If you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, send a message to one of our social media platforms or email grace.of.a.military.child at gmail.com. See you next week.